The train kept a rolling all night long. Hello, my Randy Savages. This is your buxom barbarian, Matthew Sanborn Smith, as long as you consider an A-cup buxom, and his enticing roustabout, Beware the Hairy Mango. Today's story is all about love and betrayal, the latter of which I won't tolerate. If I'm down on the floor and issue cowmans to the livestock, I expect total cowpliance. Cowpliance by Matthew Sanborn Smith. Unlike every other man in the world of fiction, Tom loved his wife more than his job, and it wasn't just because he inseminated cows for a living, it was because Nancy was such a great person. One of the many great things about her was that her father had been in the business, and she had grown up around cows in the Chicago offices of a bovine gynecology firm called Utterus. So when she visited Tom at the office, she fit right in. Nancy knew just what to say to lure the cows away from the copy machine when Tom had to make leaflets for later placement on windshields advertising for hot single cows in your area. And she secured secured the rights for the cow braider, the device that got the cows so worked up they preferred Tom's arm to those unaffectionate bulls who were all wow pow thank you cow. It didn't take long actually until Nancy was promoted right over Tom, which was a shock to everyone because she didn't actually work there. But that's how good she was. Tom was happy because he got to spend more time with her, but as she climbed the ladder that time grew smaller and smaller. Eventually Nancy was the majority shareholder and the news came down that the company was being sold to Utterus. Tom's world collapsed upon him. Nancy had been working for them all along. She'd used him to take over his company. Utterus wasn't even into cows like they used to be. Their household appliances had become the dominant division over there. It was a crime. All Tom had now was his work, a poor substitute for Nancy, but even Nancy was a poor substitute for Nancy these days. One morning soon after the buyout, Tom had achieved optimal cow rousal and dipped his hand into the tub of bull cum he kept on his desk, but this time it felt different. It looked and tasted different. What was going on here? He was about to have this sent back even though he knew that the guys who were jerking off the bulls in the kitchen would probably spit in it when Nancy appeared. That's the new stuff, Tom. It's from a new breed in Mongolia. It's fine. Use it. It isn't fine. You betrayed me, Nancy. You betrayed us all, and you're betraying us again. What happened to the cow fister I used to love? I've never fallen out of love with you, Tom. You have to trust me. You've destroyed that trust. Well, you have to knock up that cow, Tom, whether you trust me or not. If you ever want to work again, we own it all now. Unless you want to go back to where I found you, French kissing cows in your mom's garage. Damn her, she was right. Since he was a boy, he'd wanted to work in cows. If he quit now, the career that had been his passion would be out of reach forever. His right arm would always feel colder than it ought to. I'm so sorry, Evita, he said to the cow as he slipped in what could have been Miracle Whip for all he knew. Nine months later, Avita and her co-workers gave birth to Utterus brand toasters. Tom resigned in despair. If this kept up, there would be no more cows in another generation. He wanted nothing to do with Nancy or her millions, so he went off to live in the park. His life's work might as well have been enveloped in a giant condom. Now and then he'd feel up the occasional squirrel, but it wasn't the same. One day, Nancy found him out there. She had a toaster under her arm. What do you want? Tom snapped. I want to show you something. She put the toaster on the ground and plugged it into a strangely convenient electrical socket. Then she pulled a miniature bucket out of her pocket, stuck it under the appliance, and began milking it. When she was done, she handed him the bucket. A stunned Tom drank the toaster milk down and was astonished at the quality dairy product. They make for fine steaks, too, Nancy said, slapping the toaster on the flank. If you're in the mood for toast, though, you want to make some before you slaughter it. But why, Nancy? What was the point of all this? 
I wasn't taking down whatever the name of our company was from the outside, Tom. I was taking down Utterus from the inside. They'd been planning to unleash a killer cowpox which would have wiped out all of our livestock and everyone else's. Then the world would be forced to buy their artificial milk and cheeseburger machines. I preserved the cow's genes in these cow appliances, and now that I've pushed out the controlling interests, we can bring them back through selective breeding. Oh, Nancy, I'm so sorry I didn't trust you. I'm sorry I couldn't tell you, Tom. I didn't want to set off any cowbells. I love you, Nancy. I love you, Tom. That night, they celebrated by sticking their hands in the tub on Tom's new desk and double finger-banging the toaster. If this story tanned your calf, you can get some sunshine for the rest of your body at the web fun of the hot single sun, BewareTheHairyMango.com. Shiver demonically in the comments for this post, because that's something demons always do, or pain-free mail me and gobble down those delicious St. Joseph's baby aspirins at Matthew at BewareTheHairyMango.com, or skip right to the heroin at BewareTheHairyMango at gmail.com. At every third art house film festival, the SF and SF signal stands for Satyricon Fellini, because the right way around would only work if this was FS signal. Oh, baby. Imagine the words I could think up for that. Well, they'd probably be the same ones I think of now, but in a different order. But oh, baby! SFSignal.com. Twitter your banana splitter that all the creamiest dessert assemblers follow me at twitter.com slash upwithgravity where we're so torn between eating healthy like the bananas and walnuts and cherries on top and eating delicious like the ice cream and whipped cream and steak sauce that we're rapidly developing banana split personalities. Donate through the button on the homogenized page and you can skip all the middlemen to inject your money directly into me. Sure, I'll scream like a spider monkey, but it'll be good for me. Besides, I'm always rubbing my ass anyway. This time I'll have a legitimate reason. This podcast stinks shittily from an indoor outhouse full of feet at a cheese factory that's been sitting too long in the sun while handless workers touch everything with their sweaty armpits and one filthy skunk sprayed Creative Commons attribution on commercial share like 4.0 international license. Until someone tops my bottom, this will be kind of like Matthew Sanborn Smith reminding you it's not the size of the fight in the dog, it's the size of the dog in the tights. Don't judge me. Good night. So torn between eating healthy like the bananas and the walnuts and the cherries on top and eating delicious like the corn, like the corn, like the ice cream and the whipped cream and the steak sauce that we're rapidly developing banana split personalities. <clears throat> the fuck was corn in that?